Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Hello, everybody. We are back. I am Kyle. And I'm Ash. I'm Cooper. Hey. And this is another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Booyah. Today, we are going to talk about what we drive. Coop. I hope you guys are comfortable. Because you have uh, 150 rigs. We're going to start with you first. Are we talking about what we currently own and have registration for or everything? Because this could take a while. Since you have multiple, let's go with your favorite vehicle that you drive. I don't know that I can. You're asking me to pick my favorite child. Let's let's do let's do. I love them all equally. They're all wonderful. They have great Speaking personalities. Of, of childs, just so you all can understand. Some of them we, top that more than others, but we give nicknames to all of our vehicles, so we we refer to them by name rather than by their year, make, and model. Yep. Um, my, why don't, my my three current. How about I start off with that? The three current okay, that I enjoy. Let's do it. I got sledge. The 17 Ram 2500, that's my go-to base camp. Let's haul the gear there. Let's stay there. Let's play. Let's have some fun. I got <clears throat> Punkin, the 2018 uh, J- JLU with the 2-liter turbo that hates tires. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Elsa, the 2018 Grand Cherokee. Yes, I know it's named after the Snow Queen on Frozen but it's a diesel but it's a diesel and my daughter named it so back off (laughs) (laughs) the snow queen i love it yeah um pumpkin what'd you do to it and why uh pumpkin um is is a fun one for me because it's it's a a rig that i wanted to keep lightweight because 
man, wheeling a lightweight rig is a lot of fun after spending all my time in a behemoth like <laughs> sledge and howitzer. Lightweight's so, never been your game. No. Something <laughs> that, yeah, most people are like, you know, you could lose a few pounds, Cooper, <laughs> and it would be a lot lighter, but what's the fun in that? That's why they made horsepower. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a fun rig. Um, I've kept it super light. It, uh, it's got a two and a half inch Terraflex lift on it. IR uh, arms, their new internal bearing arms, so that there is no uh, <clears throat> no resistance or whatnot with the bushing sticking or anything. And then um, forty inch tires on stock axles. Yeah, I'm doing a damage test. It's got test. RCVs. It does have RCVs in the front, which are awesome, by the way. Yeah. Those things take some abuse because those 40-inch uh, Nitto trail grapplers do not let let, <laughs> let go on the tractions. They like all of it. But uh, I got rid of the spare. I went aluminum on as much as I could other than the critical parts. Um, the rock sliders are steel because I'm going to use those. And uh, the skid plates are Artec aluminum full-belly skid plate, which went together awesome. The fit and finish on that skid plate system and that whole belly <clears> is completely flat now. Um, the rock sliders and the rear bumper are excess uh, industries. <coughs> Pardon me. The rock sliders are uh, super nice, super strong, all DOM, inch and three quarter, quarter wall, or 120 wall. So that's eighth wall or so. And uh, the rear bumper was a uh, frame chop rear bumper. So I had to cut about three inches off that rear bumper, suck it in as tight as possible, and also move that hitch up just so I'd have a little better departure angle. But got rid of the spare, did an Artec uh, spare tire delete, um, sucked everything up tight, and I keep that thing super, super minimal. So it's, it's pretty simplistic build. Like when you look at it, it's like, it, I, I think of it kind of like a, if it wasn't for 40s, it's a total sleeper. <laughs> right. Well, and even exactly. even at that, the nice thing with this JL platform is if you didn't know it had 40s on it, you wouldn't know it driving it. Like if somebody took you over to the rig with a blindfold and said, go for a drive, they'd have no idea. Oh, totally. That's I, a stable <clears throat> platform. I drove Compared it. Compared to previous. For, yeah. Like Wranglers, for those that haven't drove the new and drove like a JK or a TJ, my God, you're missing out. And and believe me, when they first came out with it and everybody was talking about how good they were, I uh, was one of those guys that was like, how much better? It's a four-door <laughs> Wrangler. How much better can it be? And then I hopped in it and drove it and was like, holy cow, it's not even a little bit different. It's completely night and day different. It's like going from a Yugo to a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty incredible. But it's been a fun build, and that two-liter turbo was what piqued my interest because it's got the little... Spin whistle. Yep, and which makes everything fun. It's quick, <clears throat> too, well, for how heavy, not heavy, but, I mean, it's got 40s, Yeah, and that thing is still peppy. Yeah, no, the 538 gears kind of took everything back, and because, you know, and, and that opens up, like, a big conversation about gearing and tire size, because everybody goes, well, you have eight speeds, why why do you... Why do you need yeah, that? Well, exactly. that's exactly why I can do that. And and as far as technology goes off-road, you're going to see more and more of these multi-speed trannies because they'll make that little engine seem really big. Totally. Yeah, mechanical advantage is a real thing. Oh, yeah, and with the amount of overdrives that it has, now I can use eighth gear. Yeah, I, I had 37s on with four tens, and it drove down the road, but it was never out of sixth. Now I have all eight gears and 40-inch tires, and it hums along at, like, 2200 rpms at 75 miles an hour so 
<clears throat> now you've had that for a year a year now yeah a it's whole been a lot year. of places what's been your favorite um trip with it golly my favorite trip with pumpkin um i recently did uh <clears throat> a snow wheeling trip myself and a bunch of the guys from mule get together every year and do uh, an event called the uh, burning snowman john snow <laughs> <clears throat> he uh he comes out with his toyota and, and tries to hang with all the jeeps but <laughs> i think we both know the thunder is not not gonna hang <laughs> especially since it's all pretty now with his fancy norwell bed and he has a hard time really pushing it like he used to no matter how much prince you play on the radio but uh i went out that was an epic trip um it was point and shoot on everything i wanted to do which if anyone's ever been to natchez funny rocks moon rocks in the snow the attraction is non-existent and uh it was it was a lot of fun i pulled the cable once and that was on purpose like I set up on something that I knew just wouldn't happen in that terrain, and I wanted to winch because I hadn't used it yet. I thought you were going to say it was to rescue John. No. <laughs> no, John knows better. <laughs> he would say otherwise, but he's not here to defend himself, so deal with it. OPP1, mule, zero. <laughs> and there is a full build overview landing page for pumpkin too so if you guys have questions or want to see more about the parts that are on it you can definitely go uh to offroadpowerproducts.com and go to the vehicle builds and see uh tons of more information on pumpkin it's a really cool jl um i think it's it was cool because we had really had we did a, a jk build with blueberry <laughs> but we we hadn't had many really jeep stuff coming through really we've a ton of trucks we had blueberry we had the other uh 4bt jeep yeah um but now we've got three jeeps in our parking lot a jk and a, we got a two-door jl too yep with the two liter turbo and a oh. gladiator and, and the, the gladiator. gladiator yeah 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 so. and uh this was my first jump back into spark plugs in a really really <laughs> long time too <laughs> yes it was and i am not disappointed i think it's is a lot of fun it's a cool jeep to drive i had i was able to drive it for a while and uh, I was extremely impressed with the ride quality and how peppy that thing is. It's really responsive. It's way better than a ZR2. Yeah, we're going to get into that here shortly. <laughs> we're going to save the best for last. Um, the big the, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ashford. We all can't drive the same thing, unfortunately. That's no. what's one cool thing. We try to be a little diverse and, and get different <laughs> vehicles so that we can be, you know, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, subject matter experts for different vehicles. If we were all just Jeep, I mean, that we're, that wouldn't really set us apart from anybody else. So mm. it's cool to have different manufacturers, different, you know, obviously different makes, different models of vehicles. So we can kind of get an idea and see what parts work best for that platform. Um, as far as what I drive currently, I just got a 2019 Toyota Tundra, or Tundra Tacoma. <laughs> I don't even know what I drive anymore. It's a 19 Tacoma. Uh, it's the TRD off-road model, double cab, short box. Um, a rig that I've been looking out for a while. I've had some really nasty, crazy off-road rigs in the past that were rock crawlers to weekend warriors, then the daily drivers, and I've slowly got more towards the daily driver weekend warrior side. So this platform should be really fun. Yeah, it's kind of a total uh, 180 from where you were totally. before you got the Tacoma. Totally. My rig before that was, uh, <laughs> I went to spark plugs. 
before that, I had actually one of Cooper's rigs. So it was it was a Power Products or a, an off road side rig that we used in Ultimate Adventure 2014. Uh, yep. So 2014, uh, the company picked it up. It was a single cab 2013 Ram 2500 yep. Tradesman Edition, long box. Um, that was the smallest cab configuration you could get with a diesel. So, Which I would like to point out, Cooper did buy that and show up to his house. How many kids do you have, Cooper? I have three. Kids. Three kids. I have three. <laughs> three but kids. I did a seat delete, so I had to pick one of them every time I went wheeling. <laughs> That's Yeah. Great, great option, which leads me to why I got a Tacoma. Yeah. We'll get to that. But uh, I, picked, I picked that, uh, or I should say, uh, the company ended up building that and took it to 2014 Ultimate Adventures, so it had a lot of cool parts on it. Um, a lot of body work was done. It was, it was sitting on 40s. Um, a lot of axle work done to it as well, gearing, lockers, shafts, um, lots of trussing done to it, and then uh, mostly stock on the motor department. Yep. Um, but it was a really, it was a cool rig, very capable. And I ended up picking it up and kind of continued on with its legacy. And you made a really cool rack for it that would allow you to add on your yeah, rooftop. I, oh yeah, that else. was cool. Uh, man, I'm, I, I guess I do a little bit of everything with my rig. So I needed something that could not only perform well off road, I wanted to be able to tow. I wanted to get good fuel efficiency and I wanted to be able to haul my toys. Um, I'm big on the motorcycle scene and, and rooftop tents and motorcycles don't really go together unless if you have a trailer. So I made a pretty cool rack, um, some fabrication history just from working with tube work and whatnot on previous vehicles. I made a removable rack that would uh, allow me to haul a rooftop tent and a dirt bike depending on what I'm doing that weekend. And uh, yeah, I just kind of massaged that rig out and made it a, a really cool daily driver and it had a lot of cool parts on it. it was. Uh, about 650 horsepower is what it dynoed um, on 37s, long travel, um, fiberglass front fenders, lots and lots of money in the Gucci shocks, quad mm. bypasses, Devers. It had a, all the parts you could throw at it. Well, and it's it's kind of a fun one as far as the evolution of things. You know, the building a rig for what you enjoy doing and making it easy. Because at the end of the day, if it's not easy, we're not going to do it. And I think that's where you know, we're always striving to find what's going to make things easier and more fun. <clears throat> Absolutely. There are a lot of trial and error there too. A lot of parts that we've used obviously didn't work out and we've, we've came, kind of came to figure out what parts do work. And that's where, you know, a lot of expertise comes from is just trial and error. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what's the direction with the Tacoma? Tacoma is playing. Tacoma is really stock right now, but I have a I have a whole Excel sheet already <laughs> already built out as any good new truck owner should do. Um, thankfully, we have a really cool website that has a lot of parts that I want on it. But uh, the direction I'm going to go with it is it kind of going towards that same thing. Weekend warrior. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything. I want to be able to wheel with it. Now it's not going to be a rock crawler. It's going to be a, a dirt wheeler, logging roads, um, you know, whatever trail I may get into. Um, but it's also gonna be very flexible when it comes to hauling dirt bikes, taking my family, um, my wife, two kids, being able to go camping, um, already have it set up for a rooftop tent. So I don't wanna say overland and I don't wanna say rock crawler, it's kind of a hybrid to do just about everything, um, which is gonna suit me well, be able to go on a lot of the off-road trips that we do here and uh, hopefully be able to take family along and see a little bit of the country. 
Well, and the, I think the fun thing is the direction we've gone since uh, since we've been uh, doing this is if we want to do the hardcore stuff, let's bring the toys to the base camp that totally. we can go do the hardcore stuff, but get ourselves to a point where everybody's comfortable. We can set up that base camp, unload the toys, and then go do the hardcore stuff. We can go Absolutely. do the rock crawling, but we can get out there to the areas that not everybody gets to see. Base camp's a big thing. I do a lot of, again, I mentioned motorcycle stuff. So if I have my rig set up where I can build a base camp, uh, those, a lot of times those base camps are not, I mean, they're not a road that you can get into on a Subaru. It's it's gonna take something that has lockers and, and four wheel drive and get into some decent terrain to set up a base camp. And I like to get up into those areas, especially in the Northwest. We have a lot of cool trails that take some, some definitely capable trucks to get into or jeeps or what mm. may, what may be well yep. and it's it's a whole nother discussion too but i think that's <clears> one of the things that drew us to the utv side of things is because you can take your overlanding rig or weekend warrior rig tow the utv to base camp and like cooper said go rally these utvs that are pretty darn capable from the factory yeah and not have to worry about busting up your daily driver so and then when you do break the parts on it and i can tell you which parts you will break on your utv because <laughs> he broke all of them because i broke every one of them <laughs> you can uh, go enjoy it some more yeah only push it harder totally and for you subaru people we love you too we have lots of parts <laughs> yes we do rooftop tents racks hey the lift subaru, kits the subaru, we got lift yeah, kits for the cross trick yeah I kind of want to go rally one. I think it'd be fun. It's they, like I think they look less pretty. expensive than a UTV, and we could probably <clears throat> have some fun. With yeah, it. you know for a fact if we got it, the first thing you'd be in your office, dude. Who makes a long travel kit for this? Yeah. We oh, gotta yeah. find something. Cooper, <laughs> Cooper would have read the internet by now when it comes to Subaru. How can we fit forties on this thing? Yeah. <laughs> so Big I, dog. yeah, Big dog. Like I said, Big dog. Save the best for last. Big dog. We call <laughs> We call it the big nog, the big dog. The big, for, the big what? The, the big, big dog. dog. For reasons we will not discuss knob. on no, here. No, let me take a sidebar here, and I want to go ahead and jump into this. Oh, so we had a company boy. Christmas party a couple of years ago, and we were doing white elephant gifts. And somebody got a choke chain for, like, what had to be the biggest mastiff on the planet. Just massive big dog choke chain. and the the person that got that gift was like hey i don't have a dog anybody uh anybody got a big dog they uh need a choke chain for and kyle here in his infinite wisdom <laughs> looks at his wife and thinks to himself this will be funny i got a big dog <laughs> she didn't laugh her 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 facial expression <laughs> said some really beep 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 beep, beep words so. but yeah so from then on we knew we had to name Kyle's first project the Big Dog. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, stuck. <laughs> yeah, and it's not so, a big dog because it's pretty small. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's my Cooper truck. calls it the micro truck, <laughs> um, and sometimes it feels like micro truck because I came from an F one fifty to this, but I I have a two thousand eighteen ZR two Colorado with a little two eight Duramax in it. Um, and like Ash and Cooper and most employees here, I love going outside. Born and raised here in the Pacific Northwest, so I do a lot of camping, a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. So, um, but I also have um, a wife at home. That, the big dog. That <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I got two little ones. So um, we spend a ton of time boating, camping, fishing. Um, so I went full overland on my build. Um, one thing that kind of drew, I should say, 
drew Cooper to my truck because I was kind of cornered into buying it in, in a way. That'll happen. He didn't know enough to know that he didn't know. <laughs> um, but one thing that it, it's super capable truck, and it's a fairly new platform, ZR2 platform, so it's got uh, front and rear lockers from the factory, um, an awesome suspension. And when I went into it, we kind of had the goal of getting 35s on it and doing full overland. So we've got um, a Lightner Designs rack on it with 230 Bundaberg tent. So it's a tent that's it's kind of outgrowing, or we're outgrowing the tent, but it's about a three-person rooftop tent on there. Um, Dometic fridge freezer, Pro Eagle jack. Um, we did get the 35s on there. We did a leveling kit, um, but since I think BDS is the only company that makes a, a four-inch suspension four inch, kit yeah. for it, yeah. um, but I went full overland. I want to keep my center of gravity as low as possible, like a lot of our builds here, so... We decided to cut the wheel wells open to fit those 35s. Um, and like all of our other rigs, one of the most important things is re-gearing it. And so I drove it with the stock gears for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then nitro gear threw in the 456 gears. And I remember when I drove it home and I made it like halfway home and Cooper called me. He's like, this is the first truck I've had that I've actually built. And uh, blown away at how much just re-gearing your truck will uh, make it. Oh, yeah. It's difference. It's total mechanical advantage, so it's definitely been a learning curve for me. You guys have been in the industry for a long time um, with the from the vehicle aspect side of things. It's fairly new to me. It's my first build, if you will. Um, so, yeah, we did that. I just am getting ready to go down to Florence, Oregon with uh, the AV crew. Um, so we did an AV rear bumper, AV front bumper, and their Crestone wheels, which are beadlock wheels. Super, oh. cool. They look killer. I love the offset on oh, that wheel. For looks your good. Rig. It's, it's like, a perfect okay. offset, yeah. So they they really knocked it out of the park with um with all of their vehicle specific stuff really so I think um, it's cool not to interrupt but the the vehicle platform like the ZR2 in general is is a cool platform because like the mid size like the mid size pickup and light duty pickups there hasn't really been options it was like Jeep yeah. or you buy a really old Toyota totally or you get a Cherokee and that's like the only option you had for years it seemed like. But now we have the Ranger that's came out that's yeah. off-road capable. We have Tacomas that have kind of catered towards the off-road scene. We have the Jeep, now the Gladiators. Um, Broncos the ZR2, coming. Yeah, I mean, there's a really cool platforms coming out. ZR2 is definitely one of them being capable right out of the box. So that was a, I think it was a good oh, yeah. choice, and especially with the little diesel in it. It's, that little cool diesel is awesome. We did a it's, – it's got all its emissions intact, and we did one of Calibrated Power's spade spade tuners mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty peppy for for a little lightweight truck i think it dynoed at like 217 but it's it's fairly light so it's that spade tuner definitely woke it up there's there's lots of untapped power in that motor but it's a great platform The it wheels great my first trip i think um was yeah, down to uh yeah ejs <laughs> with cooper <laughs> and keep in mind folks these guys like i said have tons of history and in, in wheeling I didn't grow up wheeling. I grew up in the outdoors. So we show up to Moab and it's just fun. There's no, it's just, I'm like staring at Cooper, like, help me, help me. What do I do? And he's like, you're good. You're good. That's like all the advice I got. Do I go? Do I stop? And it was just like the whole time I was so on the edge of my seat. By the end of every day wheeling, I think my adrenaline that I had all day, I was just like, I'm ready for bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a good lesson for us because Kyle was a really good listener there <laughs> on the first day. 
and we realized that Kyle couldn't tell when we were joking with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would just full send it. He yeah, hucked, he hucked that truck. I did. There was a section uh, at the entrance of Poison Spider. Yeah, and it's just these monster whoops, and oh, we're he floored it. We're stopped. It was incredible. <laughs> getting ready to go, and Cooper on the radio just says, "Kyle, I bet you won't send it." And Cameron, our camera guy, was in the in the seat next to me, and I was like, "Does that mean I should send it?" Okay, let's go. And I totally misjudged how fast I was supposed to go. But uh, those, those GM multi-valve shocks, wow. Yeah. Impressive. They handle really well. And what's crazy is from everyone, from what I've told, it looked violent. Oh, no, you, you your rear bumper was at least seven or eight feet off the ground. But it you felt launched. really smooth inside the truck. I didn't feel like it was too crazy. But uh, it's then a cool we truck. Joke, we didn't joke with Kyle because the big dog couldn't handle it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a really cool build. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was super – that day in particular, I was super impressed because we went up some gnarly stuff. We did. And I, I could see it in your face. Um, <laughs> you're like, wait, you want me to go where? Oh, I and, totally uh, like it. It made everything with ease. Like you did, you could you could go out there on your own at this point in time. Now that you've done it and you've seen the lines, and and go spend some epic camping time out in the middle of nowhere where that's cool. Most people won't go, and that's that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're into off roading, you should take somebody that's never been off road <laughs> and and take them up some cool obstacles because. A lot of people don't realize how capable a vehicle or where it can go. Totally. If you have a good driver and you have the traction available, vehicles can go a long ways. And it's cool. I, I've taken the only analogy I have is taking um, girlfriends wheeling, and they had no idea that a, a vehicle could be that capable out of the out of the, you know out of the box right. without doing any modifications to it. So it's cool getting new people involved. Yeah, well, and, and like anything, it's exposure. Totally. If you've never been in the situation before, you have no idea what it can do. It's always nice to always joke around when we go places with new people. I'm like, man, you're here. You better put a tire on it. <laughs> you know, let's let's get a feel for it. You know, get the thing off camber and see how it feels. Just so you get comfortable with it, because the amount of things these vehicles will do anymore, I guarantee you, they'll go more places than you have guts to try and take it. Oh yeah, which which again brings it back to even the UTV things when we went down to Moab and we brought the UTVs the Ridiculous. first time. Ridiculous. It's like what used to take us an hour and a half to get to top of the world or these trails. Cooper Still and takes an hour and a half because we would never drive that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, so yeah, that I got the ZR2. It's fun. Um, and then uh, let's cover one uh, company build, either past or present, that we've we love. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that for you guys because I love them while I can't pick my kids. Okay, stretch. <laughs> stretch. That's a perfect one. Yeah, that one was which, a fun one. Which is unfortunately bye bye now, yeah, but in good hands. Uh, it's at a new home. I got pictures this uh, this last week. It off getting used this last weekend. That's right. Stretch. Uh, just for those of you that don't know, we uh, started off with a 2011 two-door JK. Um, we knew we wanted something a little bit smaller than a four-door, but a little bit longer than a regular two-door. So we stretched it to 10 inches, <clears throat> took it up to about 106-inch wheelbase. We stuffed a little R28 Cummins in it, put the 8-speed 8HP70 out of a Ram 1500 Eco Diesel behind it, and then an Atlas 3 to 1 T case. And then uh, because 
Um, none of us want to work on anything on the trail. We put a set of Dynatrack uh, XD60 front and uh, Pro Rock 80 rear because it's better to have and not need than need and not have. And then uh, wheeled the heck out of it. Dave drove it for uh, Ultimate Adventure in uh, 2018. 18. Yep. And then uh, I took it this last year up to Alaska, and it was incredible. That thing worked flawlessly. Yeah, that was a cool a cool Jeep. Probably one of my favorites. I forgot I about know. that. I keep, we have so many cool builds, I start forgetting about them. I, I didn't even, stretch didn't even come across my mind when we were talking about rigs. Right, well, and the funny thing is, like, it, it's one of those, it, all of the Jeep platforms since the JK came out and the JL, like, <clears throat> everybody talks about this built, not bought. Yeah. You know, segment and i you know if you're spending the time wrenching and putting that sweat equity into building it you're building it you understand what goes into it these aftermarket companies that are producing suspension products and shocks and everything for it they they put a lot of research into that Uh, understanding suspension geometry setting up joints setting up what your um your spread is whether it be uh, at the axle or at the frame and getting that geometry on is no easy feat and if you're game for cutting and welding and doing it multiple times over to get it just right then more power to you but if you're the guy that doesn't want to be in the garage working on your stuff all the time there are plenty of companies that jks coilover kit with short arms and we just went short arms because they're not really that short on a jk they're still plenty long we had a good 12 inches of usable wheel travel in the front and a good 12 plus inches of usable wheel travel out back the thing was comfortable it drove true down the road and it was incredible yeah that speaks volumes to how capable jeeps can be with basic somewhat bolt-on parts Mm -hmm. there's so much aftermarket support for that vehicle that if you make the right choice you can buy a lot of good quality parts and the vehicles are amazing they're extremely capable most of that rig was built off of mostly bolt-on parts suspension wise Um, it was definitely over axled which i'm a huge fan of (laughs) huge fan (laughs) that's why that thing was so reliable i mean it's cool to build a rig that you never have to wrench on and keep uh horsepower down and go big on axles you don't have to worry about breaking axles proper gearing good wheel and tire combo that thing was it was capable and it's seen a lot of country yeah it uh and it did all of it with uh, relative ease and uh, amazing fuel economy for 40s. So, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it was cool to see the the uh, 2019 UA transition for it, where it went from kind of just a wheel and rig to somewhat of an overland build. Yeah, it was super lightweight, super minimalist for uh, 2018 with Dave driving in it. Uh-huh. We had a tarp strapped to the top, <laughs> half doors, half doors. And uh, it was super lightweight to uh, something that would be more comfortable because I, I didn't even realize it until I started looking up directions. But from our shop to the start of UA 2019 was 2,400 miles. Yeah, through bear and moose country. Yeah, and I was going to leave Cameron on the ground <laughs> while I was up in the suite. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll eat him first. I'll be good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool that we changed the... Uh, kind of the layout the the basic platform stayed the same but we added a lot of accoutrements oh yeah like as far as setup goes for base camp that was the most epic setup i think we've had and uh we could pull into camp 
have the awning out, have the cook station all opened up, have the, the tent opened up. I'd start in on dinner. He'd set up his tent, which took like 400 hours <laughs> and, uh, and, and be eating before everybody else even had their gear out. Like it was awesome. And for a place like Alaska where weather's, you never know that mm-hmm. 23 zero oh, awning yeah. that goes almost all the way 270 degrees is cool. It was slick. It was a, it was a nice hangout and it didn't, it didn't rain on us once. Everybody says it's going to be the wet season. It's going to rain like mad. So I was like, sweet. We'll be nice and dry. Really what I was thinking was we'll have a nice dry place to fix things. Yeah, exactly. For people. Yeah. <laughs> Which surprisingly stretch made it through. I wasn't worried about right. stretch. I was thinking more like everybody else that was going to be there, but yeah, stretch had no issues. It was good. I think Sweet. we had one issue. Uh, the camera guy, no names, Cameron, had like four hundred things hooked up to one outlet. You know, on like uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Christmas, uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, where he's got chase, like the yeah. four hundred <laughs> things. That's what we were charging up all the gear while we were out there, and it popped a fuse. So I had to, oh, I had to find a fuse and fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Lessons learned. Lessons yeah. learned. Well, Power. That's, that's kind of where it all starts is with the vehicles, which is kind of why we wanted to, to let you guys get a little insight on what we drive, our backgrounds mm-hmm. um, of wheeling. And uh, cool thing about the vehicles too is the vehicles are kind of like what brought us into off-road power products. Totally. And maybe a lot for for you guys listening in too. As you get a vehicle, you start putting accessories on it, and then you start getting out in the outdoors, and you start realizing all the parts that you need, and kind of the I don't know, the tools, the necessary components to, to enjoy your stay or travel, whether it be recovery or camping gear or mm-hmm. tooling or, um, you know, everything that goes around the vehicle when you are outdoors. So that's what brought us originally was the vehicles. And then we realized that there's definitely, um, you know, a big passion there for us to have the right components to be outdoors and be able to stay out there for longer periods of time. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I think... You start, you start jumping into things that get you outside of your comfort zone, you know, whether you push it to a two, three day, four day, whatever amount of time is beyond your limits, you start to realize what other things you uh, would like to have there and uh, really fine tune the fun aspect of it and, and challenging yourself. I mean, really, what kind of challenges are there, you know, going on solo camping trips and, and being all geared up or going out with your buddies and, and having those challenges of, no, I don't have a dedicated crawl rig that I'm going to run through this trail in 20 minutes, but I have a full base camp that I'm going to yeah. drive through this trail and then set up somewhere else and unload the gear from it and then go have even more fun in an area that I've never explored before or no one else has. Totally. And it's cool to see all the manufacturers in the industry too, constantly like coming out with new things to cater, like to that overlanding type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know anything about fridge freezers when I first came here. Like I didn't know you could throw a fridge in the bed, like bed of your truck and you don't have to buy ice anymore. There's just all these cool, cool things that are constantly no coming more out. No soggy that, bread. No, no yeah. more soggy bread. The evolution of even rooftop tents now. It's just like, it's, it's cool to see all these things, you know, catering to the, the enthusiasts like us where all we want to do is go out in the woods and stay there for as long as we can with as little as we have um and know your rig well enough that you know what you do and don't need to bring totally. like i can pack a bag throw it in sledge and leave directly from my house to go camping in 20 minutes yeah yeah exactly 
Well, that's that's a wrap on this episode. That's a little bit of uh, what we drive, what we build, and uh, I think it's definitely a testament to we definitely use and abuse the parts that we sell. Everything Absolutely. on all of our. Rigs I don't is, abuse anything. Yeah, no. you, you um, just break everything. I <laughs> go straight uh, past abuse to broken. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. It's just how long we solve bets. How long is Cooper going to make it on stock axles? Huh? As long as I'm within eyesight of someone, I'm good. <laughs> it's the moment I'm on my own, I go rogue. <laughs> things break (laughs) well thanks everybody for tuning into this episode um as always you can find us on google play soundcloud spotify itunes or you can watch us on youtube and see all of our pretty faces what pretty cool well thanks for watching this episode we will see you again on america's off-road podcast